Never happens like that. No, that that was that was pretty clean. Not gonna lie. I was just saying three, two, one, go as like an example, but then we both just. Yeah, I mean, I kind of figured it out. You know. Yeah. So. Unlike uh, Greg Berhalter last night and the eleven men on the pitch. Uh, well, why do we gotta start so down? I mean, we qualified. Because then we can only go up. Uh, I guess. We qualified. Yeah. I mean, all we needed to do was not lose by six, but hey, we did that. Didn't look like it there for a couple minutes, but. No, and that what was it like a ten was it ten minutes span? Ten minutes span right there, yeah. Six, oh, not even eight minutes. They scored two goals. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, first half we you know I was okay with the way we played. You know, I mean I wasn't happy with it, but I was okay mm. with it. We we were controlling the game defensively. We did what we were supposed to do. I mean, at the end of the day, we still ended up with sixty five percent percent possession. You know, fifteen shots one big chance really so 85 accurate passes 85 percent accurate passes so all in all it's not a bad day but that 10 minute span there i was having flashbacks i'm not gonna lie oh yeah, yeah. you i mean you I started walk away. <laughs> you started crawling on the floor you were like no 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 <laughs> I think I slammed my hand, like my hand hurt. You threw, you threw your keys at Greg. Greg yeah, so. <laughs> I was deservedly so. God, man. It was getting to that point, man. But we did it. Yeah. We're qualified. We're back. As you were saying yeah. last night, back where you're supposed to be. Yes. So celebrating that fact, you know what I mean? It's just tough to celebrate it like that. In it, the manner that it In the manner it that it happened, yeah. yeah it's, it wasn't great. But... We're playing on the biggest stage again, so let's let's embrace that fact. I think after like I got home, or like I was in the car, and then I got home, and I was like, "All right, I am pissed because we just lost two 0 to Costa Rica, but I got to realize that we just qualified for the World Cup, so I had to get over that fact." We also haven't then, beaten Costa Rica and Costa Rica in twenty years, which is like stupid. That. So it's you know it's like it's crazy, but at the same time. Did we really expect to win out of that game? We sh- we should really expect to win, win the yeah. game out of that day- game. We should expect a win out of that, but mm-hmm. realistically, like we haven't won there in twenty years. Like, and we're going there when they're playing for that third spot. You know what I mean? Fourth spot. Well, if they were to score six on us, technically oh, see, they would yeah, have yeah. that third, third spot. spot. So they. Playing for that potential, even with a B team, you know what I mean. So, so my question is why I've seen a bunch of people like, oh yeah, Greg was just saying, or just play not to lose six nil. That's that shouldn't have been the mentality. It should be going there and just win. Win, yeah, that shouldn't have been the mentality of the team, and that's poor. Our attacking prowess was zero to none. We haven't had any. Well, I mean, we came out in the first half and we played well. But then I feel like in the second half, it was nil-nil. And I think we just got tired and just let up two mistakes. But Was it getting tired and letting up two mistakes or Adams coming off the pitch? 100% had to do with Tyler coming off the pitch. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that was our only reliable player in the middle of the, middle of the park at that point in the game. And then that sub comes in the game and it's like... But we like even if Tyler Adams comes off against Costa Rica's B team, we shouldn't have that much of a problem dealing with no. whatever they threw at us. The first goal, purely on Zach Steffen. Yeah, and that's another thing. 
I mean, he cannot be our number one. No. He can't be our clear number one anymore, right? I, he never should have been. Yeah. I mean, I get it because he's the most, you wow, know. He, plays for, he doesn't even play for City. He, he's on the City roster. Da, da, you know, and all the, the other keepers we had were Matt Turner, who hadn't really turned up at that point. You know what I mean? He was just playing for the Revs. And Sean Johnson, who plays for NYCFC. Ethan Horvath is in great form in England. He's actually playing in England. But that's right now. I'm just saying that's why Zach became our clear number one. You know what I mean? But yeah, so it's right now. So if, if he's in good form playing I'm, in the championship, then what? Yeah, you. so what? I, it's frustrating. I, 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 want, I want Matt Turner any day of the week over anybody on that roster. I understand Horvath's been playing well overseas, but what has Matt done wrong not to have that spot? You know what I mean? And if the only thing that Zach Steffen has over him is his distribution ability, which and, isn't good, and playing overseas, well, guess what? He plays. He's going to end up playing for Arsenal here soon, and he's going to get better at distribution because that's the way Arsenal plays. They play from the back. Their keeper has to be able to distribute the ball. So, I give him a couple months over there, and he's clear of Steffen by a couple of miles, in my opinion. Like, yeah, I'm. I'm kind of scared of. Can't think of his name. It's been a long day. Corbett or no. Matt Turner? Turner. Yeah. I'm kind of – because he's going to go over to Arsenal and he's really not going to get any game time minutes. So uh, – He's going to be – he's going to play for us in the Cup for sure. He's going to play all our Cup matches, Champions League or Europa League, where, wherever we finish there. He's going to be that guy. Bern Leno's out. He's going to play somewhere else to be their number one. Like, yeah. it's – But, like, I would want our number one to get more minutes leading up to the World Cup. So then why – would Zach Steffen I mean, be that guy? He's not. He's, he's not. definitely not. I would <laughs> pick just, Turner all the time, but I just wish he wasn't going over there and until after the World If Horvath stays in, in form, he should be the guy. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Stefan. He should definitely have a bigger say than he does, yeah. Hey, it's just, this, like, before the match yesterday, the, the TV crew, I can't remember who it was. I think it was, I think it was Gooch, was mm-hmm. saying, it was like praising... Burhalter's tactics and team selections, like I can name three people that shouldn't be starting right now in this game. One Zach Steffen yesterday against Costa Rica. One Zach Steffen shouldn't be starting. Yep. Kel- unless Gio still has something wrong with him. Gio should have been in that lineup. He should have been. Yeah. Never been in that lineup. Then I don't like Pepe. Just no. Yeah, he can't score. He's not it right now. I mean, he did step in there for a little bit, and he was that guy that was, you know, starting to show some form for us. But he's not it right now. Mm-mm. He made the move over to Germany for twenty million. hasn't literally hasn't done anything. I mean, they're in a relegation battle <laughs> in the Bundesliga. He That's hasn't scored. Pitiful. Yeah, but if they're lat- low on the table, his team is tragic. You see, you cannot praise. Burhalter and his team selection and tactics at all. I think his team selection and tactics are about as good as Gareth Southgate, and he's one of the lowest rated managers in international football. Mm-hmm. I I honestly would give it to Southgate some of the days of the week. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's tough. Yeah, it's just like I I've said it before. I don't rate none of us in this room rate Greg at no. all, but. Personally, I would have rather had somebody else coming into the team in this last window, giving us some time with the team before the World Cup. Like, do we really have high expectations for this World Cup? You know what I mean? We're all looking at this one as we're building 2026, right? Like, obviously, we uh, want to go in and compete. 
we don't want anything less than us going in and competing. But if we get stuck in a in a really tough group and we don't make it out of the group stage, we're just all going to look at it as, well, we got 2026 20, in our own backyard. You know what I mean? We got experience. We're back in. Yes and no. You want, like, you really want to do well in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that goes without saying. And the fact, our last World Cup should be Belgium. Yeah. So the fact that we were doing that with the team that we had, which I would it was older and more experienced, but it was also less talented. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we're doing that, and if Wondolowski doesn't miss the sitter of a goal that gives yeah. me PTSD all the time, then we're in the last eight of the World Cup. Yeah. But my thing is, is like you said, we're a younger team. And more our, talented. Our, our younger team, more talented, but our manager has no idea how to do it, use any of that, is my thing. So he's not going to be able to, to get our, our boys on the same page and use that talent properly to where I think we could really go out there and shock people. You know what I mean? Like, we may go out there and shock people, make it out of the group. You know what I mean? But and You know what would have been great? If we got rid of Burhalter and then brought in Jesse Marsh before he went to Leeds? Yeah. I mean, would have been fantastic. Look what he's done over there at Leeds, and the Leeds were in shambles before he yeah. got there. You know what I mean? So if he could do that over there with Leeds, he slow and the injuries that they've been dealing with. Hey. Imagine him coming into the national team and just being just in this window, just in this window. Probably would have beat Mexico. Would have been a better game against Costa Rica. Uh, you can't really ask for anything more against Panama. Panama, but it would have been the same performance, and it would have been him actually actually using tactics and not our guys going out there and being like, all right, well, we're just going to turn up today. Mm-hmm. Like, this is in our backyard. It, it's one of their favorite places to play. So I think the fans here in Orlando had more to do with that win than Greg did, which is so sad to say. Greg the Egg, man. Yeah. That's your boy. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I don't know where you got that from, but no, definitely not my boy. So we were talking earlier about us not having a number nine. Clint Dempsey's um, World Cup lineup was released today. And it had Timothy Hoy up there at the nine. Tim Weah. What do do y'all feel about that, for one? And two, can we find somebody else to find form for the World Cup? I would not mind him being up there, but he clearly likes playing out on the wing. Mm -hmm. So... I feel like if you tell him the only way you're starting, because most likely Reyna's probably going to be on the wing. He has to. So if you want to start and play in the World Cup, try bringing him at striker. And your second point, I would hope a player steps up and finds form before the World Cup, because that would be not a good thing going in the World Cup, having no number nine that's scoring. I mean... Technically, Pifok's still in form. Okay, he's not playing. He it, This was his chance to be in that squad, and he completely ruined it. All right, so we're going to go back to the night that we played Mexico. Yeah. And both me and you were praising Pifok, saying he should be playing. He came on, missed one, like, 9 out of 10 times. It has scored. should be 10 out of 10 times. And now you're saying he's just not playing at all because he missed one opportunity. Yeah, I mean, he didn't look... Did he even play in the second two? Are you wearing this kit? Yes. How do you feel about Timo? I mean, I'd take Timo right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my thing is, is 
Yeah, I'm on the same page with you. If we don't have anybody that steps up, I wouldn't be minding at seeing Wea there because Gio has to be in that squad for one. But also, I would really like to see Daryl step it up and yeah. and be a number nine for us going into the World Cup. I think his physical presence right there in the middle of the park would be huge for this team. Hear me out. The I, World Cup squad. I got to go check something out. I think that camera just went off. But you uh, guys keep yeah. it going. So right. I'm going to make sure. So in the World Cup squad, would you mind having a player like Josie Altidore there? No. He's definitely still our no. best number nine. He just gets hurt. Yeah, no. I wouldn't be too upset about it. But obviously I'd rather see Yeah. Daryl come into the squad. I'd rather see Pepe step it up. I'd yeah. rather see people come in and step it up. You know what I mean? But, no, it's not a bad shout. Even as just, like, we need some type of leadership yeah. and veterans in the squad. So did it go off? Sorry. Yeah, but there was a red light still flashing to the bottom, so I don't know. If it goes off in another 10, 13 minutes, then we'll figure something out. Cool. <laughs> but, yeah, we just we're going to need some type of leadership, so I don't know who's going to get called in, but... Need something. Yeah. That's not coming from the manager. No. I'm going to say something about Tim Weah. His first touch last night was atrocious. Yeah. It did not look good. I think he's a decent player. Mm -hmm. He's good for Lille, but I've never seen him do anything spectacular for the U.S. Like, people are giving him praise out the wazoo. I'm like, I've never seen him do something crazy. He's one of the reasons why we won the Nations League. Cool. Against Mexico. Had a, had a couple good performances. Performances, I can't speak. But, like, he's never consistently good. I mean, Hasn't really done much for us in the international, like you were saying, other than the Nations League. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he could have his spot taken from him if we find a number nine that can find form because, like, I consistently keep saying, Gio Reyna has to be in the squad. I, feel like, I feel like you both agree with me. Mm-hmm. He's 18 100%. and one of the most quality players we have. And yeah. He's only 18. Yeah, no, it's it's insane. Just the quality and the technique that this man plays with, this boy. Having, having him and Pulisic on the field together, it's a nightmare for the defense. But Greg will never use it. If World Cup time comes around and he's not starting Christian and Gio in the first match, barring one of them being hurt or sick or anything like that, right. then... I don't know what else you have to see to be like, all right, dude, you obviously have no clue what you're doing. Yeah, so you get out. To go out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can say that we qualify for the World Cup, which is really, really good. That's why we last lost last night. What? Costa Rica is being coached by Luis Suarez. Luis Suarez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So now we hit to. Well, one more no. thing. To be fair to Costa Rica, they had a very good. The last seven games of the like qualifying cycle, I think they had 15 points. Mm. And they only lost one game to Canada, so. Well, and when you have Navas in goal, it's yeah, it's another miracle for you. But yeah. but they definitely had a run because they were sitting at like seventh in the group mm. halfway through, and then they brought it back. Yeah. 
Well, I know I'll be paying attention to tomorrow, Friday, when this pod will be released yeah. later on today. Um, the draw, noon. Seeing what group we end up in, praying that it's not the group of death and it's something yeah. we can uh, make it out of. But moving to the boys, they're coming back home after our two-game ro- two road stand where we, uh, we actually got away with four points there. Can't be mad about that, even if no, it should have been six. We did walk away with four, taking the trip out west. Mm-hmm. LAFC is coming back home. They have not lost all season. Yeah, center at the top of the west with ten points. Only been scored on three times. No, I'm sorry. I think they've only actually been scored on twice with the two games, two of their games not being clean sheets. Yeah, they got scored on by Vancouver, scored on by Portland. That's yeah. it. Right. What is that? That's got to be last year. They've only played four games yeah, this year. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure they've only played four games. What was yeah, the date? No, yeah, November, November 7th. 7th. Yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> what okay. is that? Yeah, so LA's not looked too bad this year. They've looked really good. Averaging 2.3 goals a game. Mm-hmm. Total of nine goals so far this season. Five from open play. The rest coming from set pieces. One off of a penalty. So they're just playing all-around good football right now. Two clean sheets on out of their four games. And like I said before, they've only been scored on twice. How many How many of those goals are Carlos Vela scored half, almost half their goals? Yeah. And assisted the other. So he's been – he's contributed or scored in five of their nine goals. And then uh, Ishmael. The jury Shradi. Yeah, he has been scoring for them quickly too. So. Yeah. Yeah, we went through that the last, the podcast, last podcast, and then I totally messed up the numbers and tried <laughs> to be smart, but that just wasn't uh, wasn't good. Yeah, so they're well, they're a team that's controlled possession in every single game they played too. So this is going to be a test for us for sure. But have they met Araujo? No, well, obviously know. not. I know. <laughs> that's why they're doing so good. I hope so, man. But this is a game that our midfield is going to be tested in. It's going to be another one of those games. And Defensively, I'm not super worried. We do have the advantage over L.A. with having better, clean, more clean sheets, more saves, more clearances in the head-to-head to them. And we do equal their tally from goals on open play because we have scored five goals this season, all of them being from open play. Mm-hmm. But... Man, we're gonna we're gonna be tested in the midfield. Do you guys do you think this is a game that we could see a different pairing there, or are we gonna see old faithful, quote unquote? What? Who do you consider old faithful? Well, Mauricio. It's this season. It's been Mauricio Urso and Araujo. Right. Yep. He's healthy, by the way. Mauricio. Yeah. He was full at, at practice today. So that's great. That's good news. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still rather try something different. Maybe let him come on for the last 30 or only play him 60. Yeah, if he needs to. If we need him, bring him on. But, yeah, I'm with you. I, I want to see more defensive-minded midfielders in this game. We're going to need him. I want to see Mendez. I want to see Araujo, and I want to see Urso. Then what formation are you rocking? A, a CDM and two CMs? A four-three-three, realistically. With a six and two? Yeah, I mean. Or two, two CMs and a CDM. I think you're talking about the midfield, and that's going to be a battle. And change the subject up really quick. Yeah. Going to go with the former LAFC player going up against possibly the best player yeah. in MLS right now. 
and it's a guy that you don't praise highly ever at all or just praise, period. Don't rate him, how, don't praise him, don't anything. How is Joao going to do against Carlos Vea? He is going to be put on white ride. <laughs> He's going to be cooked. I'm, I'm being 100% honest, and that's why I want the defensive midfielders in there because we are going to need support over there. It, I, I don't rate him defensively going backwards. I don't rate him going forwards. He's going to get a yellow early because he's going to stab at him at some point. And being, you know, Joe, knowing Joao, he may do it again in the second half and be stupid. But I I really hope I, he proves me wrong. Yeah, that would be nice. You, you can't rate him highly defensively. You can't think he's going to go out there and do well. No. He's going to look like Trent Alexander-Arnold did against, uh, against Martinelli. That boy is going to be put on skates. He is going to be going around social media. I, like, I don't want it to happen, but I can 100% see it happen. I can see that early yellow definitely yeah. happening because he does like to stab in. He doesn't have legs. You know uh, what I'm, he has legs. He just doesn't use them right. He doesn't have legs, so as soon as he gets somebody on him with more pace than him or somebody on him that's more physical, he automatically just panics and stabs at or throws a leg in. You know what I mean? No yeah, I don't disagree. I guess yeah. is a better way to put it. Yeah. I mean, Carlos Vela, one of the best attackers going up against Matinho. Definitely scared. Double agent Matinho, prepare for it. <laughs> Let's just hope for the best because it's not a great matchup. Maybe while LAFC is in town, we can ask him to go get uh, Munir back from wherever they sent him. <laughs> like, so, we'll give you Moutinho back. Just go find <laughs> Munir for us. Oh, oh, oh that was just oh, That's fine. Let's see if I can fix it real quick. Oh, let's see. Uh, you know, the end is a little messed up. But... Oh, Uh, hey! I'm kind of impressed, I can't lie. Hey, we made it work. Yeah. At the end of the day, this is a big game. Yeah, it's I a, mean, it's a real test. Yeah. We went away and played against two good teams, but now we're back at home against a better team. A better team. So we'll see how we play against them. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, I'm mean, I'm definitely excited for this one. This is gonna be on paper we're very evenly matched up, so Except for that uh right side. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Facundo can get back a little bit and help. Yeah. yeah. He has sure. been <laughs> He has been when yeah. he's asked to, he he gets back there. But Better than Nani. I feel like we're going to need him more in the attack. Oh, for sure. Because this is going to be a game that we're either going to have to sit back a little bit more. Not, I hope not. Not completely sit back, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Have a more defensive mindset to where we're not we're going to give up a little bit at the front, but we're not going to let you get into the box. We're not going to let you really advance. We're going to win that ball back, and we're going to find lanes to counter. Yeah. Or quick passes, move the ball yeah. quickly, and... Our counter has been pretty good this year, too. Yeah, so. and it hasn't looked bad, which is why I think Facundo is going to be a really big part in that because he does like to roam and find space. Yeah. So giving he should have some more liberty, if we, especially if we play three defensive-minded midfielders. That's I was going to say something about that, is if we play those three defensively-minded midfielders, then on the attack we're going to depend on Junior, Facundo, whoever starts a striker, and whoever starts a right wing. Mm-hmm. So then 
Mendez and Araujo, we've seen Araujo in the box so far not the best finisher. <laughs> he can find a pass, but then our attack is going to be limited. And then we're going to end up just sitting back and hoping for that counter. And that's not how you want to play at home, especially against a team like LAFC. No, I mean, I definitely don't want a sitting-sitting, like I said. but That's what you're kind of asking for with all those midfielders that are like Sebas and Cesar. Yeah, uh, it is, but what has Mo realistically given us more so in the attack this season? That's why I was saying limit Mo's minutes. So, But it's the same thing. Mo is just a little bit more advanced, whereas in this formation we are setting ourselves up a little bit more defensively, but Mo hasn't given us anything in the attack realistically. He's given us some nice passes, but I, like you just said, Araujo can do that. Yeah. Junior can do that as well. You know oh, 100%, I mean? yeah. So, if for whatever reason Vanderwater cannot play this game, which he probably won't, but then we have Pato, we have Cara, and we have Fagundo up top, all three of which can do, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> like, on any given day of the week, Pato could go out there and score a brace. Well, you just need that support. Coming up alongside or behind them. Well, you want alongside them or behind them, then that's where Juan comes in. You know what I mean? He's also in the attack. That's another player that gets up the field. So. Hasn't looked great in the attack this year, but... Uh, he, he gets yeah. up there. You know what yeah. I mean? And he, that's another player any given day of the week. He can go out there and, th- and throw, put in one of the most beautiful balls in the box. That's going to be Junior, Ruan, front three. Mm-hmm. Maybe Joao. Yeah. Then Mauricio will be there. Yeah, somewhere. I mean, there ain't really much more to say about this matchup other than we have to go out there and get a win. I, I noticed, I was looking at the table, we've played five matches, mm-hmm. but everybody else right around us on the table has only played four. Mm-hmm. So for us to come away with three points from this would be massive. Yep. And if we don't get any points from it, then it's like an EPL situation. Yeah, it changes the perspective of the table yeah. real quickly. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, we kind of started talking about it, but I want to hear your guys' preferred formations and lineups real quick. You got it. Me? Yeah. All right. Uh, I go with a 4-4-3 or 4-3-3. I'd have, obviously, Belese in net. I'd go on left to right. I'd have Joao, unfortunately. I'd have Carlos, Janssen, and Juan. And then in front of them, I would have Urso, Araujo, and Mauricio. And then up top, I would start Facundo, Cara, and Pato out on the right. Let Pato cut in and let Juan overlap. Not so. bad. Let you go because I'm changing mine in my head as we speak. I'm not... I want to play 4-3-3, three, three, but at the same time, giving out the same lineup every single week just gets boring. Mm-hmm. And I think we could see something change realistically if there's a game to try to change something. It was, it's this game or it was away uh, in the last two games. So I think we're going to try something new. I think we may try to run a 4-4-2, four, four, mm-hmm. just run those blocks. So if we have to sit back, we have the the two lines of four and then the two outlets up top. Um... I'm gonna go. I'm going Kyle Smith at left back. I'm just kind of eh with Joao. I'm like, yeah, right. You know, as usual. Um, 
center backs Robin and Antonio, right back Ruan, and goal Glace. Obviously, he's back from international duty. Um, two center mids. I'm going with Urso and Araujo. Urso is just good. Mm-hmm. Then he's Araujo a, is also just very good. He's our he's our leading scorer right yeah. now. Urso. That's why you got to keep him on the pitch. Left mid. I'm going Facundo. Right mid Sylvester. Then Carr and Pato up top. Ooh. Yeah. I could get behind that. I'm, I'm, like I said, I was thinking the 4-3-3 before with Kyle Smith in there versus Joao because I think Kyle Smith is going to give us more of a, a defensive game than, mm-hmm. that we need. But I'm also thinking about playing the Chelsea, the uh, the, fi- the five-back. Mm-hmm. Keeping Joao on the field, you know what I mean? Do, having Schlegel... In the in the team as well. Yeah, it's it's not a bad shout, but I think I'm going to stick the four three three, with Kyle Smith, out out right, or out left. I'm sorry. Then we'll have Janssen, Antonio, and Juan, like you said, uh, Galese and Gold since he's back for international. Then we're going to go with, um. We're going to go Mendez and Araujo as our holding, our defensive midfielders, and the more advanced midfielder is going to be a junior. And then up top, we'll go Facundo, Cara, Pato, left to right. Junior in the attacking role, in the middle? In the more in the more advanced yeah. role, yeah. I mean, he's, like you said, our top goal scorer on the season, yeah. so he's clearly got a, got an eye for it right now. So He does do well at running li- like into the box late. I was going to say, like, not even just being that attacking midfielder, more of box-to-box, mm. whereas the other two will be the more holding defensive role. So. Hurt. Yeah. I'm not against really any of the lineups, to be no. honest. I mean, I'm with you with no Joao on the team. I don't think any of us put Mauricio on the lineup, did we? I, I put we all, I didn't. I, I, you put him in? Yeah. I was going to say, I think we all agree that he's – one of those players that we need to limit minutes throughout the season if we want him to be consistent for us. So, especially yeah. coming off a knock like that, I, I wouldn't be opposed to him coming on. Yeah, I could definitely see that happen. But That's part of why I went with the four four two because we don't have another true attacking mid. Right. So if we go with that four four two and have just like the two center mids, mm-hmm. then I don't think anything bad can really come out of that. No. Well, I guess we will see. On Saturday, right? Yep. yep. Saturday, seven thirty. Seven thirty. I hope to see everybody in the wall. Yeah, y'all better pack this stadium because we did it last weekend. So the U.S. Oh, would have been six days ago on game day. Yeah. yeah. Four days, four or five days ago for packed nah, stadium. I know we have incredible it. atmosphere. Huge game for us, and we saw what happened when Panama comes in and they have to deal with it. So imagine yep. L.A. coming in and trying to deal with that same thing what we can do and definitely keep your eye out for us to be outside of gate c correct is gate the sp- c. yeah um we're gonna be doing interviews so you got some thoughts and opinions that you want to share with us after the game be sure to check it out zach is going to be there with the mic the rest of us behind the camera doing the interviews as well but come out come say hi come come give a couple thoughts we definitely want to start hearing your opinions man because we know we can't be the only ones that are excited or frustrated post-match. So You could be unfiltered. Yeah. We're not associated with anybody. We're not affiliated with any supporter groups. We're not affiliated with the club, man. So you come out and say what you want, and it will get posted. 
as long as it's not too bad that we can't post it. You got to keep it a little bit calm, but not too calm. I mean, we can moderate. You know, we'll, we'll you, filter yeah. stuff. You out. know what's right and wrong at the end of the day. Just yeah. say what you got, but be smart, but not too smart. Over the edge. I like that. Yeah. Be smart, not too smart. Don't yeah. go over the edge. Kind of like me. I heard that camera shut off again, maybe two minutes ago. So we're gonna see. We'll May have some out. technical difficulties. But we got two cameras for <laughs> at least fifteen minutes worth of the yeah. vlog, you know, we'll and see. then another fifteen, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. But uh, make sure to stay tuned to our Instagram at OCFanTV, our Twitter at OCFanTV22, and our YouTube channel at OCFanTV, where you will find your uh, fan reacts Sunday after we do it. Boys, good to see you as always, right? Yes, sir. Glad to be back in the studio again and glad to be back home Saturday. So let's pack it out. One last thing. The TikTok is up. So once we start doing the fan reactions, we'll have those up there too. Clip out the fan reactions. One more thing for your goodbye. (laughs) I'm back. I'm happy to be back in the World Cup. Yeah. Finally. Back in the World Cup, man. I was going to say it earlier in the pod, but all I've been listening to since last night, since I got in the car, was like the older World Cup songs from like 2014, 2018, Shakira and Pitbull. Yeah. Just yeah. getting back into the, the vibes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we'll be getting some immaculate vibes in November, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because FIFA just wanted to be corrupt, so we don't have it over the summer, but uh, we're going to hey, not get into well, that. What's we'll about get into like that in another episode. 200 degrees in Qatar in the summer. 120. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's why we play here in Orlando, baby. Because it's like the same thing (laughs) with the humidity and everything, yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you all for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you all on the wall on Saturday. Come up and say hi after the game, man. See you all.